0: Hello everybody, happy Tuesday, this is Diana Stemkowski of Decision Small and Large with Diana Podcast and today I'm going to be talking about your emotional well-being and taking responsibility and taking responsibility sounds sort of onerous and heavy and dutiful but really it when we take responsibility for our own emotional well-being we take back the agency of our life we are no longer at the mercy of what happens to us from the external world as we perceive it so let me explain all right so two concepts i want to teach you today and talk about are taking responsibility and what that looks like so basically we are the creators of our emotional experiences in life we create our feelings not something outside of us. And our thoughts create our feelings in response to something else happening to us. And I'll talk more about that in just a second. So one of the things that works against us as a fundamental belief that a lot of people have is that our life should be 100% positive. And this thought, this belief has caused so much unnecessary suffering because of if we believe this, that, you know, this shouldn't be happening to me. I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling uncomfortable. We're making ourselves miserable. We're missing out on big chunks of life. We are missing a big part of the human experience. So... Do we want to dwell in the negativity of life? No. Can we reasonably, realistically expect that we're going to be living in you know, 100% happiness all the time? We need the contrast. You know, we need to feel sad to be happy. We need to feel um, calm compared to very anxious or frenzied. So we need the contrast in life that is just the way that life is. So life is, usually there's a ratio of one to one. We can be positive some of the time and negative some of the time. So we're always gonna be balancing the positive and negative. We may have a 73% positive day and then this 27% not so yay day. So just keep in mind that we're also um, could have a seventy-five percent negative day one day, and then have another seventy-five percent happy day. We know this from our own experiences. We have the waves of emotion sometimes. But I think what we what helps us navigate and enjoy and enrich in our lives with emotions is by understanding that life is always gonna be 50% at least negative, always 50% give or take positive. It's always gonna be this balance. So, and it creates, when we think about creating unnecessary suffering for ourselves um, with this belief, because we're conditioned from a very early period to make other people happy, to make ourselves happy to make ourselves satisfied and fulfilled in our lives. And and then we get upset and and give up when we don't have that available to us. The reason why we do or don't do anything is because of how we feel. So if we're feeling doubt and and, and discomfort, discomfort or fear, that is not gonna fuel us to take steps, to lose weight, to make more money, to open a business, to have better relationships with our families. So bear that in mind. So the the unnecessary suffering. So if, for instance, um, we need to lose 100 pounds and we have, we think that weight, that whatever that number on the scale is creates our emotional experience for us, not true the thoughts we have about that weight and what that mean we make it mean about us is what creates our emotional experience. For instance, if you know I, I can't do this, um, I don't this is probably how I'm gonna be for the rest of my life. I hate myself, I hate my body, I hate living, I don't think I can give up the foods that I love. These are all thoughts that are generating feelings our emotional experience, they cause us, they fuel us to take actions. And if you're you're fueling yourself with self-loathing, shame, and guilt, judgment, and we're taking actions from those emotions, we're not going to be treating ourselves very well. We're probably going to sabotage any sort of diet or protocol or program that we're hoping gives us this... A rival feeling of weighing 100 pounds less. So we are automatically creating an experience for us where we are not going to achieve it with this 100-pound weight loss. So you can look at this in terms of money. You know, it, it, you know, debt. I have, I am $35,000 in debt or more. It's just a number. Different people are going to have different feelings about this number. But your thoughts create your experience around your debt and then because you have these feelings of shame and guilt and powerlessness uh, frustration anger at yourself judgment what are the odds that you're going to do anything about your debt in a sustainable way not high so make sure i'm not missing anything um, what works against us? Yes, this unnecessary suffering. If we start understanding and believing that life is roughly 50-50, positive and negative, this saves us untold suffering. And I'll show you what that looks like if you start believing that. The second thing I want to talk about is uh, we create our emotional experiences with our thoughts. And I've kind of touched on this. If we're having thoughts about our weight or our debt or our the people that we love, then we're creating our relationships with ourselves and with other people and with money and time because of our thoughts. And this is what, when I talked about doing a thought download, we get to see what our mind is giving us in terms of the information about our relationships with the external world, with ourselves, with time, with money, with our bodies, those thought downloads provide that inner picture. And I'll get more into that in the next day or so, but we we want to believe that external things, external circumstances create our feelings create this um, experience of life emotionally. But really, if we look at the circumstances of our lives, we look at politics, we look at money, debt, banks, um, racism, sexism, um, any of those concepts are outside of us. We build our relationships with those things by how we think. And so it could be just as simple as my sister said, you should give up your children. That is a group of words that your sister said, and you're going to have a lot of thoughts about what your sister said and have this relationship with her and with you deteriorate perhaps because of some of your thoughts about what she said. So, I have a lot of conversations with people about, well, this is happening for me. My son is acting this way. My husband said this to me and imagine if in our mind we had the distance enough to step back and hear those words without reacting. It is possible. My friends, we create, like I said, our experience, with our emotions. We create our emotions by what we're thinking. So what happens to us, our experience of life is in our minds. We are not our thoughts. We are not defined by our thoughts. We have 100% worthiness, 100% of the time. We are 100% lovable, 100% of the time. It is not ours to question whatever your spiritual beliefs are. We were created and those two things, the worthiness and the lovability are always available to us. Our thinking gets in between us and those beliefs that, that sense of worthiness, that sense of love, lovability. So, when we think about another way to look at this, you know, um, what happens to us, be really careful, watch yourself, hear yourself say like, well, this happened to me. She said this and she made me do that. Is that true? I would say no, no one can make you do anything you don't want to do. You're thinking about what somebody said or did to you might cause you to act in a certain way, but that isn't because of what they did or said, it's because of your thoughts about it. And what happens to, you can hear this, it, what happened to me, somebody did this to me, somebody said this to me, that, that speaks to a victim mentality. We are the, the mercy of our circumstances. We are the mercy of the world around us. How does that feel to you? Does it feel good to say it or even think it? No, because if we can decide what we think and feel, this is the only power we have in our lives is how we think and feel and act. How empowering that is. How calming that is. Is it a transition between, well, she did this to me and that made me do this, that powerlessness to powerful, the, the, the helplessness to certainty. So we can create all those experiences with our mind. So what will change for you if you started believing that life was roughly 50% positive and 50% negative, and that our thoughts cause our feelings. What would change? Everything, our relationships with ourselves, we would stop the blame game, especially toward ourselves. We would not be having the conversations of our brain talking us down of um, saying that we're fat, we're not worthy, we don't deserve good things, we don't deserve good relationships. What are you thinking that you deserve this? Our brain does what it does. That's another conversation I've touched on it before. Our brain is trying to protect us by offering us beliefs we have believed for sometimes years about our lack of worthiness. So what if we decided to generate our own feelings about ourselves and the people that we love and the world? What if our relationships would deepen, be more intimate, be more open, be more loving? We would treat ourselves better. We would treat other people better. We would open our hearts to experiences of loving other people and having these people in our lives imagine what that would change for you how you would be treating yourself what you you want to create what dream do you want to fulfill big big people think very big so our relationship if we believe these two things abundance the time, the money, the love would be overflowing because our thoughts, the negative thoughts, the negative feelings block us from the flow of abundance. Another way to say that would be if we're feeling scared and doubtful, we are shutting down the possibility that we can, we can create more money, we can create better relationships we can, it shuts down, we're dwelling in scarcity rather than abundancy. So, if we experience abundance, we create feelings of abundance and act from that feeling of abundance, imagine what you can create. More money, more business, a different job, a different house, a different car, uh, a bank account that is very healthy, you will be much more efficient with your time. You will get more things done. You will enjoy the things you do invest your time in. You will love yourself. You will love other people. You will be open to the abundance of life in terms of wealth. I'm not talking about money per se, but just the experience of life and really living life fully. And I'll talk about that in a second, what I mean. And I did touch upon this. If we believe that life is 50-50, we shouldn't expect different about life in that regard, because we know we're going to be setting ourselves up to feel like crap about it. And then we're not going to create goals. We're going to say, what's the point? So if we think our thoughts believe that our thoughts create our feelings and we want to create a goal. We will be creating a goal from curiosity, love, gratitude, commitment, purpose, determination, um, just desire to create something other than what we have. And if we don't have abundance, and we're thinking in terms of fear and scarcity, what's the likelihood of a goal or a dream being fulfilled or achieved? Not high. And then if we if we are creating something from scarcity, abundance, we know we're not going to feel too hot about it. We know we're not going to trust what we created. And it's not going to be the experience that we want because we're already coming from this lack of place. So If we're feeling abundant about our lives, we recognize that um, life is the 50-50 of life. We can feel incredibly self-confident and purposeful and I have arrived energy and feel doubt at the same time. We can achieve our goals feeling positive and negative emotions. What a concept. We don't have to completely dismiss the negative half of our lives, of our experiences. We can embrace all of life. And then when we start wanting, desiring a different lifestyle, a different relationship, a different job, we can call upon our own um, ability to feel all the feelings and take action to achieve our goals. We can feel everything and still succeed. We can feel the negative and positive and still get to where we want. This is huge. So going back down to all of life is available to you. If you understand that life is 50-50 and that our thoughts create our feelings, Our experience of life is completely enriched because we're not denying the negative half. We're not solely focused and needing everything to be positive. We're experiencing life and the emotional uh, unfolding of what's for us in our minds with our thoughts and going towards life whole body, with our mind, with our heart, with our skin, our bones, our muscles. That's what this can shift. If these, just these two concepts can shift everything for you. So if you have any questions, if you have any comments, please let me know. But this is part of the work I do with my clients. A big chunk of it is these fundamental things. We, when I talked about doing, you know, the, the, the emptying your mind, looking at, you know, figuring out what the facts were of what came out of your mind, this is the start of that journey. Uh, these beliefs will change how you look at what comes out of your mind in your journaling. It will change your mind. Of, uh, it will um, enrich your growing with yourself, examining yourself to a higher degree. When we look at those thoughts and we're choosing whether or not we want to keep thinking them, this layer of the 50-50 of life and our thoughts create our feelings brings a whole new dimension to our awareness. So these things go hand in hand. This is much more interactive and deeper work when we're purposely looking at what's in our minds and what that is saying about our emotional states and our emotional experiences with life. Because if we're feeling a certain thing, if we're coming from a a, a lack of abundance, scarcity, what are we creating in the world? What we focus on is what we create more of. If we're focusing on scarcity and the lack, we're creating more of that for ourselves. Now, believing new things is another topic for another day, but that's where I'm going. How, to, how do we believe something new when we've been conditioned in our beliefs, systems that this is not possible for us? And that is another experience, and uh, it's fascinating, and I love it. And that's the next step, which I'll be talking about. So thank you so much for listening today. Like I said, if you have any questions or comments, let me know and I will see you next week.